out today is two things to celebrate, Jaina. Oh, it what could is, that be? Well, Star Trek Day, which all of you who know I'm, I was geek before it was chic. I was too. I was right there with you. It's your birthday it on Star oh, no Trek Day. <laughs> it is. Wow. So live long and prosper just means something totally different to me now. <laughs> and I feel like I need to work harder on my birthday. Um, for this coolness level. So I am thrilled because I'm celebrating two of my favorite things. Oh, thank you, you so much. and Star Trek. I love, I love thank you. Yeah, no, when I was a kid and I found out that Star Trek Day was like literally the same as my birthday, it, it was just like this, this is, pr- I was meant to it's be meant born to be. on this day. This was supposed to be this way. And you knit and you and I are meant to be friends we for are. the rest of our lives. And we I knew think. that immediately. We did. It was sort of like, are you also weird? That same kind of weird? Yeah. Where that, this is perfect. And when you perfect. find the same kind of weird, like you, just, you know it right away. You and do. it's amazing. Yeah. And it, it's been working really well, y'all. Yes, it it's has. It's been working really well. Yes, it has. <laughs> well, I, I also want to take a moment to introduce <laughs> what I think has to be the cutest guest we have ever had oh gosh, on yes. Off the Shelf. And I am not being fresh. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> therapy dog Daisy is in the studio today. She is adorable. She and is adorable. she's here with her very special human, Terry Lester. And Terry, we are so thrilled to have you and Daisy here today. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Daisy is delighted to meet you. Oh, thank you. We she's, were delighted to meet her. She's always happy to come and greet people. So oh, she is a beautiful. I keep girl. getting yeah. lost in those big brown eyes. Oh my goodness! And the and the two of you are at the heart of one of our favorite programs, yes. which is Pause for Reading, and that is P A W S, not P A U S E. But it's where kids get to spend some time reading to a therapy dog, which is exactly mm-hmm. what Daisy is. Um, and we're going to be talking about that in the second half of the show. But we are so grateful that that you come in and do that program because it yes. is wonderful. It is a great program. We're having so much fun with it. Oh, we're so Aww. glad to hear that. Um, okay, how about if we dive into some books? Molly, Let's what dive have, into books. What have I'm you been reading? I'm just going to shock you all. I'm bringing another cozy mystery in. <laughs> but this one's different, I swear. No yarn, no cats, no librarians. What? Anywhere in the book. I know, but I'm in love with this series now. Okay. So the book I just read is Arsenic and Adobo by Mia P. Minute. I'm going to say her name wrong. I apologize. Menasala. Um, It's the first book in the Tita Rosie's Kitchen Mystery series. Um, Immediately I got pulled in. So Lily is our um, main character. She comes in. Her family has convinced her to come home to help with a family's Filipino restaurant. And as in any Filipino family, they're very, very close. Well, while she's there helping out, she's got a culinary degree. She's bringing it all together. As she's helping them out, her ex-boyfriend from high school comes in, and he is a review critic. And he is the meanest review critic in town. He reviews everybody horribly, and he has hit them pretty hard. And, of course, her aunt and her grandmother tell her, you have to be nice to him, even if he's rude. You must treat him well. So she goes out, and she is trying. There's a little snark in it, which makes me appreciate her quite a bit. She is trying. She even brings him her new Udube crinkle cookies. And then he falls forward, and she thinks he's messing with her, but he's not. He has just died. And of course, she and her family are now the suspects. 
The entire restaurant gets shut down, and they're already hanging on by a thread. And she can't help herself but kind of play a little bit of a uh, detective here with her best friend who runs a coffee shop next door. You can smell this book. So if you've ever been to um, one of my favorite Filipino restaurants in town is Boniface's um, down in Grandview, you can smell the Filipino cuisine. You can smell the coffee and the chai tea explorations her friend's making. They go to all these different um, restaurants, and you it's so well described. You don't get lost, though. It's not like suddenly I'm in a food journey. It, you're in the mystery, but it's just so well written. You're oh, in the middle of those great. restaurants. You're right there with them. Um, you fall in love with your main character. You fall in love with all her best friends. Um, and her family. She has her uh, Ninongs, which I'm actually a Ninong to my goddaughter. Um, so that means godmother. And she calls her Ninongs the calendar girls because their names are April, May, oh. June, and July. <laughs> and so because of their names, because of who they are, they are there to watch her. Her parents died when she was young. They have become her extended family. And they discourage her, but also help her. It is the cutest book. Sort of a fun, get lost. I mean, a lot of people die. I seem to <laughs> I seem to read a lot of books where a lot of people die before this is said and done. Um, but you fall in love with her history, her story, how she got there, how she gets herself into trouble all the time. She's relatable, she's lovable, and if you don't know much about Filipino culture, this is a real opportunity to kind of get a taste of it. I taste of it. I didn't even uh, mean to do that. I know. Look at what you did. Um, I can't wait for the second book. I can't wait for it. The audio was fantastic as well. So if you get nervous about reading books with words you don't know or foods or things, mm-hmm. I highly suggest the audio on this one. So that again is Arsenic and Adobo by Mia P. Manasala. That sounds great. It was great. Yeah, I, I'm going to put that on my list because that, that sounds <laughs> like perfect for fall and winter, I oh, think. It is. It really is. Yeah. And they're, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give too much. Yeah. It is. It's a really okay. good read. All right. It's going on my list. Um, uh, Terry, what have you, or no, it's not what you've been reading. Daisy is bringing some of her favorite books, I think. Daisy, you're such a reader. Yes. We, uh, in the Pause for Reading program, we have readers of pretty much all levels, but uh, commonly they're in about the five to seven-year-old range uh, in first to third grade. And Daisy is often asked about uh, books that she might recommend that she would like to hear. So I've picked a couple, uh, and she has approved them. <laughs> Aww, such a she girl. liked the titles and the premises for these two. So these are from the library website. And uh, the first one is called Amazing Dogs by Ooh. Laura Buller. And this one, of course, in the title, Amazing Dogs, Daisy's an amazing dog. So she thought that one was really up her alley. (laughs) So this one is about um, all of our dog friends who um, are friends to us and they can do amazing things like rescue people. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can really do it all. So it kind of uh, shows you all of the incredible things that dogs can do. The way that they help every day with their the powerful senses that they have and their personalities um, and read amazing dogs and you'll find what else that they can do. Aww. 
Uh, I love. I mean, they've got so many skills. Their smells. Oh, they're yeah. unbelievable. They can read our feelings. Yes. That blows my mind. And that one is perfect for five to seven year olds who mm-hmm. are beginning to read uh, with support. And it has lots of fun facts and uh, diagrams and activities, just all kinds of things. And the second one um, she picked is called Messy Dog (laughs) by John Grogan. Now, she picked this one, but she's not a very messy dog. She's actually very neat and tidy. Uh, But it had a cute story, so she picked this one for that reason. And uh, basically the premise is that um, the mom in the story decides to surprise her daughter, Cassie, with uh, some newly painted bedroom walls. And she's very careful to put the dog Marley in the garage. But as soon as her back is turned, Marley gets into the house to (laughs) help. And by the time he's done, the messy dog is in need of a little help himself. Oh, yes. (laughs) So his good intentions lead to a series of mishaps that you'll want to read about. Isn't that how life goes? It kind of is. And so this one is geared for kids who can, again, who can read on their own but just need a little bit of help. Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. So those are the two that Daisy would recommend for our oh. young readers. Well, thank you, Terry, and thank you, Daisy, for those excellent I recommendations. Know, I think those are going to go on my list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have one for you today, too. Ooh. And, uh, yes, I have been reading, well, actually finished The, Do- the Daughter of Dr. Moreau <gasps> by Ooh. Sylvia Marino Garcia. And uh, I have been completely enthralled with her um, ever since I read Mexican Gothic. Yes, a while yes. Back. Um, and she is actually visiting Columbus later this month. Really? She is. She's going to be at CML as part of their big 150th oh, anniversary their, yes. celebration. Um, but I am definitely going. I'm getting all of her books yes. autographed to me. It's I'm always very worth excited a line. about it. Always worth a line. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but this story is it's a reimagining, not a straight retelling okay. um, of the classic H.G. Wells, The mm-hmm. Island of Dr. Moreau. Um, it's told from alternating perspectives. First and foremost, Carlotta, um, who is the beautiful, intelligent, um, and frankly, pretty naive daughter of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> um, the second narrator is Montgomery Lawton. He serves as like the overseer for the estate. Um, and he has his own really tragic backstory. He's divorced from his wife and it's just really kind mm-hmm. of broken him. He loved her way more than she loved him. Um, he has a penchant for gambling and drinking mm-hmm. away everything that he earns. Um, but he's he's also a sympathetic character. Um, but true to the original, the brilliant and also like legitimately egomaniacal Dr. Moreau yes, yes. is doing these, you know, crazy unethical experiments where he's, you know, taking part human, part animal, turning them into hybrids. I mean, who won it? Well, yeah, because that's just what you do, right? Yes. And, and he says this a lot, that he alone can perfect humanity and fix what God got wrong. I feel so, that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, as one does. Um, and then as time goes on, Carlotta witnesses that these hybrids are just truly suffering. Um, and she begins to question the father that she always thought was infallible mm-hmm. and always right and couldn't do anything wrong. And then you get a forbidden love interest who comes along and I then truly, you know, disaster is mm-hmm. just waiting to happen. Um, but it, it really is like a slow burn of a book. But then mm-hmm. the last third is just 
action-packed, you know, mile a minute, cannot put it down. I love um, a good setup. I like something that gets me there. I do, too. Um, and, and this is set in, like, 19, 19th century Mexico. So if you like historical fiction, but you also like kind of like fantasy horror, yeah, th- this will definitely be your jam. So awesome. it was mine. I, I really, yeah. really liked it. And S- Sylvia Moreno-Garcia is just a really great writer. Everything she's written that I've read, I've really enjoyed. I need I need more room on my lists. I, I have so many books on my lists. I, know, I was talking to, to my sister about that I know. this morning. <laughs> you know, I, if I didn't have to work at this library, I could just sit at home and read all day long. Yeah, I wouldn't I need to do anything else. Well, with that, I think we'll go into a commercial break, but we'll see you to find out more about Daisy after these messages. Welcome back. This is Jana McDaniel Browning filling in for Nicole, who's off on Girls Weekend. I mean, I guess we can let her. I guess that's fine. Everyone, I mean, sure. (laughs) Sure. She can leave me. We'll give her a tardy card. (laughs) Exactly. But, uh, but Molly and I are here today with the wonderful Terry Lester Ugh. and her beautiful, beautiful therapy dog, Daisy, and who we're really enjoying. Nicole is missing out. We've got a dog in the studio, the sweetest dog in the world. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and we're so glad that you're here, Terry. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming and, and for bringing Daisy, because as you can tell, she's bringing joy to everyone, mm-hmm. which I think is what she does in Pause for Reading, which is this great program. Can, can you tell us a little bit about how Daisy became a therapy dog. How did you get involved in that? Sure. Um, first of all, Daisy is, um, for the people listening, she's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. She's what they call Blenheim White, which is uh, kind of a reddish color, chestnut color and white. And she's about six years old. So I had uh, been involved in pet therapy uh, for many years before I had Daisy uh, first mm-hmm. of all, through Capital Area Humane Society, which is now okay. Columbus Humane, uh, mm-hmm. used to have a pet visitation program, and I participated through that. Um, and then I moved on to my own dogs and taking them uh, to nursing homes and uh, facilities. Um, so I, I became interested in pet therapy at that point. And about a year and a half ago, We adopted Daisy through a rescue uh, called All Species Adoption Program Mm -hmm. uh, based out of, I think, Cary, Ohio. And um, so we adopted her just with uh, the intent of having a wonderful new pet. And I quickly found that she had a wonderful personality and that she really does yes (laughs) that she loved everyone um all people all Mm -hmm. children um all other pets and having my background i knew that she would be perfect for this Mm -hmm. so we got involved by um going into a national organization called alliance of therapy dogs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they it's a wonderful organization it's a non-profit all-volunteer organization they have about fifteen thousand members and about sixteen thousand dogs Mm -hmm. and they're located around the country Mm -hmm. and they certify um your pet to be a pet therapy dog and um so she had to go through some paperwork and testing and that sort of thing. Um, Therapy dogs, they're uh, basically what they're looking for is temperament and how Mm -hmm. they uh, respond in different situations and 
how they do when they're approached by people and um, that sort of thing. And then um, they become certified uh, through a series of tests. And so she went through with flying colors. I can I can see why. I mean, having <laughs> met her and been with her this morning, she is super chill and friendly and just really, really sweet. And it's amazing. She came out of a, like I say, a rescue. So uh-huh. um, it, that's a perfectly fine place to find the perfect dog for pet therapy. Um, she she just couldn't be better at it. Oh, and those eyes, wonderful. those yeah. eyes, they look into <laughs> your, deep into Huge your soul. brown eyes. Yes. So they are. Thank and there's you. so much love in them. It's, yeah. I, you all don't realize I've spent my entire time on the show staring <laughs> at Daisy <laughs> the whole time. Gage, if, if other people would like to stare at Daisy, is there a way they can do that right now? Yeah, they can go to our uh, Facebook at uh, My967, and you could see her on the stream. Oh, it is the it. cutest thing I yes. have ever seen, Gage. <laughs> she actually has a very beautiful picture on the website when oh, yeah. Pause for yes, Reading yes. Uh, comes up uh, during the week, yeah. and you register for it. She has her picture on the page, and oh. those brow eyes just oh, are, are yes. huge. You, so, you won't be able to miss her. It's the ears, though. It's the curly. <laughs> it's the curliness on the ears too that you just you you walk in the door. I saw her, and I think I immediately went for them. And that's mm-hmm. the whole uh, idea behind pet therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, pet therapy is different than a service dog. I yes. commonly get questions about that. Uh, pet therapy dog is meant to bring the smiles and the joy and the emotional mm-hmm. connection, whereas the service dog is trained for a specific purpose mm-hmm. for a specific person to do tasks and help, uh, uh, you know, make their life easier. Right. Uh, but but not for Daisy. She is meant to uh, go out into the community and volunteer and go into different settings where a, a connection is needed. And and Terry, for somebody who hasn't been to a pause for reading yeah. program, yeah. can you tell them what to expect at, yes. at one of those? Absolutely. Uh, it's a seasonal program. Uh, mm-hmm. They have uh, sessions in fall, winter, spring, and summer at each of the branch libraries. And it is for the young readers to practice reading aloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times children, are when they're first learning to read, they are a little bit shy or stumble over their words. This is a way for them to connect with the dog uh, because the dog is non-judgmental. Yeah. yeah. And um, they, you know, can feel feel comfortable reading to the dog. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it helps with focus, too. I've read mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, children who have problems um, reading can sometimes have trouble focusing. Uh-huh. So if they... Kids will focus longer on a dog uh, that you've got that connection. So they read one-on-one for a 15-minute period to the dog and me. I'll be there, too. (laughs) And readers can bring along their their own favorite story, or they can do assigned reading from school, or they can grab a book off the library shelf uh, to read to the pooch. That's great. And I, mm-hmm. I know you already mentioned this, but I want to bring it up again. Make sure that you register in yes. advance for this program. It, yes. Pre-registration is required. 
Um, and, and we have programs coming up at each of our branches. So no matter yes. where you are if in Delaware If you miss County, one, don't worry. You can yep. get registered on another because they do fill up pretty fast. They People do. are very excited to they, read. I mean, I'm yeah. kind of thinking about I could practice reading a little bit with Daisy. <laughs> and I, um, I want to stress, too, that it's for every ability, every confidence level, every age. I've had children that came with their parents who were toddlers and the parents wanted the child to be more comfortable interacting with a dog. Yes. And so they, uh, the parent read and the child stroked the dog. And I've had older um, children who weren't confident at all in reading. And so the child didn't read at all. The parent read. So there's lots of different, it don't feel like, Oh, you know, my child's not going to read. Uh, Mm -hmm. In that setting, um, you can read and the child may just enjoy stroking the dog. Yes. That's important for them to know. Thanks so much. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. I think I think we have just about a minute left. Molly, what do we have coming up? There's one thing I really do want to point out happening tomorrow. So all mm-hmm. of you who were like me over Labor Day and did a house around the house project, uh, we painted the walls and put up a bookshelf. Um, we have books that we need to get rid of. Our friends of the library have a book drop-off event happening tomorrow at Delaware, Maine from 830 to 11, where you can pull in and drop off your books to donate. Um, this is a so great time to get them. Them. It's so much easier. We're so appreciative for our friends. Just remember, when you leave your books with our friends of the library, you're donating to the library. We'll mm-hmm. sell those books at a really great price at upcoming sales. And somebody's going to get joy from your book. And we're going to be able to support programs at the library. So... Thanks in advance for leaving you your books with our friends. Indeed. Very excited about that one. Well, I, I think that is going to bring up the end of the show for mm-hmm. us. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you to Terry and Daisy. We were so thrilled to have you here. Absolutely. And we will see you in the stacks.